0: everyone, this is Carmen
1: and Moises
0: and you're listening to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So the, the title of today's episode. episode is...
1: How do I get famous?
0: <laughs> no, no, that's not the title.
1: How can yeah. I... What are the super magical clues and techniques to do nothing really different? and get super famous.
0: That it's not the title. We have to come up with good titles because otherwise it's just this is just I not I think this work. is the best one so far. No. Like how to be successful when you teach classes. That's what I said. <laughs> it's not at all the same. It's not it's not the same. But in, you know how to have more students in your classes, you know, workshops, etc, you know, be more on demand. Okay. In, in demand. Yeah. So how do you do that? Um so I've been talking because usually when we decide on a topic, uh we think about those, you know, the, those things separately. Like I never tell anything to you. Right? You never Good idea. you never tell anything to me. I don't wanna know what you have to <laughs> say. Um so I've been think I've been thinking about this and one thing that happens a lot is that people think that they wanna have or you know, they, they wanna have some sort of success. Or recognition without putting much work or any effort and almost, almost overnight like you know how can I have students within a few weeks that I start teaching at a yoga studio you know how to how do I, do I increase my classes the number of students that attend my classes etc and it's a painful process for the most part you know in my experience so it's it's hard Every student is is very precious. and You have to fight for every single one of them to come back and attract them to come back to your classes. So every person is very meaningful that comes to your class, you know. Um, especially, I feel, especially now in the, the times that we're living because it's just so much competition everywhere. There's just so much offering everywhere. Online, uh, you know, in person, you name it. I mean, it's just so many things that you have to really strive to find that connection uh, with those with those students. Whenever someone's whenever someone says that it's not it's all business, it's not, nothing personal. I'm like everything is personal. Especially in this yoga. In yeah. yoga, in this kind of business. It is personal. It's very personal. And the more personal you make it, the better chance to actually make that student come back to your class. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, what do, what do you it's think? One
1: hundred percent so far. Yeah? yeah. So
0: so then, it just we, we we agree we agree so far. So I think I think that is one of the things that people want uh, some success without investing the time and effort that it takes to build that relationship with your students one by one, you know, it's one and then another one, and then a new person comes through the door, and then, you know, you have to really rope that person in, how was the class, or, you know, what do you think, or we're going to do this, and they prepare them before class, you know, this is what we're going to work on, or something, just have a little bit of a conversation, how will you be practicing, I always like to find out a little bit about that person, so that if they practice yoga, or they're completely new to yoga, or they've, if they've had some sort of injuries, and what kind of injuries they've had, I mean, I don't want the whole medical you know, history but I wanna find out more so that I'll try my best to tailor the class uh, to their needs. And when or whenever they'll they'll have a, a struggle or problem then I'll go I can go and help them out in that moment. Um, you know, and then after class, you know, how is that? And just to follow up with that, uh, that goes a long way, you know, and that cannot happen in one month. You just need to, you know, keep Attracting students, and then someone tries your class, and then you do, that, and you do that, and you do that, and you do that, and you do that. You know, just over and over and over. It's an endless, endless process.
1: I, I think that the real, the reason why I was making fun about the name of the, the title, is <laughs> <yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, the answer, or the question they ask us usually is, how can I have more students, right? How can I have more success? But the real question that they are, asking is, how can I have more students immediately doing almost the same thing I'm doing right now? I mean, can you give yes. me some magic bullet, right? So that, that is what I think the, answer, the question it really is. The, the, the mindset, the system, society, whatever you want to call it, they, the system loves to sell us the success story. Of course. The, oh, my God, this person was super important, super this, super that, at 20 years old. When he was 20, when she was 20. At 20 years old, you cannot find your own asshole, okay? <laughs> so that is, that is what, where you are at 20 years old. So the thing is that... You can, you can. No. 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 <laughs> your head is up, the thing, usually. So the, the reality of not this business, of, of almost every single thing that actually makes sense doing it, Right? is that it is going to take a while and some effort to get. So the, the way I approach it in my head is that let's say that, because I, I, I knew exactly who I was thinking about, the kind of person that was asking me the question. And I thought, what if the situation was different? What, what if instead of, I'm gonna I'm going to try to see if this yoga thing works for me, uh, I think it's my calling, but we've had a studio for a long time, right? We've seen people come in and out. They come in, they stay for a couple of years, maybe two years. It doesn't really work for them. They go do something else, or they come in and say, "Well, nothing else is working, so let's teach yoga," right? So the the reasons, and, and there are some others that come in and say, "I
0: mean, that, this has that's, been that's, so fantastic." That's so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean,
1: but but the people that come in and say. I love and absolutely adore yoga. It has helped me so much. and uh, it, it helped me with my head. It helped me with my body. It helped me with my sleeping. It helped me with my mindset. It helped me with my stress. These people that come in to yoga and say, I want to share yoga with others because it helped me so much in whatever, whatever, respect, whatever respect. Those people don't ask you those questions. Those people come in and say, I want to share this. End of thought end yeah. of thought mm-hmm. right the ones that come in and say how can i make this more blah 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 for me are not those people right mm-hmm. so yeah the, I, what i was thinking is imagine you have somebody that actually i'm not gonna pick the not the best case scenario that i'm here just because of the love of humanity and yoga right those those not like an extreme case Actually, we more than we know more than one. Luckily for us, right? Of people that yeah,
0: we, so we're, yeah, we're we know, know, we know yeah, a few actually. Right, which is right, I'm yeah.
1: gonna I'm gonna take them out of the equation too. The same I'm gonna take out of the equation too. The ones that just uh, think that uh, well, this should work because uh, nothing else is working. Somebody who needs this. That's what I was, that's, that's the way I approach this in my head. Imagine that somebody comes in and says, "I need this shit to work. I need it. You know, I'm not saying I need it in three months." But I'm saying that I I need this thing to work for whatever reason.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That person, the first thing we would tell them is you need to stick to it. Right? Yes. The next thing we would tell them, so don't think that you're going to be doing this just for three months and that's it. Give yourself three years, not three months. So if you think it's going to take days, probably it will take weeks. If you think it's going to take weeks, it's going to take months. If it's going to take months, it's going to take years. Right? For, I mean, your perception and reality is one scale of magnitude or one... off, probably.
0: It, grow, it grows, for the most part, much slower than you think. And that applies to your personal practice. That applies to your well, social media account. That applies to your classes. It applies to you know any any, any kind of special special or you know small or big recognition that you're gonna get. All of that it applies to all of that. You like, just have to stick with it, and like you said, yeah. Instead of three months, three years. Yeah, I mean at at least a year or two. You have to. You have to. Otherwise you haven't really given it a fair chance, you know, to actually try it. But yeah, sorry, I agree I, no, no,
1: no, I, I inter- agree, agreed, 100% agree. Because so, the next thing we would tell them, probably, is take any class you can. In the beginning. You're, you're starting in the beginning, and the first thing you do is you a try. Teacher, you as, a, as, a as a teacher? teacher as, as a teacher. teacher, Take classes in the morning, uh, middle of the day, you end mean of teach, the day. teach? Teach.
0: Like teach, teach classes. Teach
1: classes, not take as a, in, as, a as, student. As, as a student. So, so. teach. Teach in the morning. Teach in the middle of the day. Teach at the end of the day. Teach weekdays. Teach weekends. Uh, weekends teach yoga studios. Teach gyms. Teach privates. Teach group. Teach this. Teach that. Teach everything. Yeah. And then see what works.
0: Yeah. It's right? Exactly. Exactly that. Like, you know, just kind of give it a, a chance to everything because chances are that in your area, I mean, whatever has worked for me, for instance, would not work for someone else in another city or in another country. It just... It, it won't be the same case. Every success story is very different from, from the next. You know? and time and something, space. Exactly. And something happened to that person that it cannot be replicated because like you said, it was just at that time that's what happened. And so you cannot duplicate that. It's just not possible. So, you know, then apply to like, for instance, like in, the, in the very beginning, I, I was teaching at a gym the health club and they so happen to offer a lot of one-on-one training and this was like you know 24 years ago so this was now it seems more normal like everyone has a personal training a handsome coach you name it everyone has a coach for everything right now right these days but back then no I mean it was just very cutting edge that idea so you went and you had one trainer working with you the whole hour and I thought that was awesome. Or you can do like a semi private with another person, you know, split the cost and all that. Um, and then they also offer, you know, yoga privates. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's let's do that. I mean I just happened to land there first. Before teaching group classes, I was teaching privates. And that's usually not what happens. Usually what happens is that I mean, the normal path is that you to work at a yoga studio, or that's what happened before. You started work at a yoga studio, you have some students, and then someone will approach you and, and tell you, I like it so much, I feel like I would benefit more from privates, you know, because I have these special needs, uh, do you have time, this and that, and then you agree on a time and date and... Uh, to do privates. But to me, it was the other way around, actually. I started teaching a lot of privates, and then people liked some of those privates. They liked it so much that they referred me to other privates, to other, you know, so I, I started to have, like, tons of privates. And also, they said, how about if I have four of my colleagues at work and we do, a, like, a five-people class, you know, group class, or a ten-people class, or whatever people at five in the morning, do you think you could do that? So they would organize a group class already, You know, for those co-workers, you know, or those uh, architects or lawyers, whatever, and they just, before work, they would do that. So it just kind of, and then I also started to offer group classes as well. So it just morphed from one into another, but you cannot really tell. So you have to see, like you're saying, what, I offer everything and see what really sticks, you know, because... Maybe privates or, or or groups or prenatal. Like we know some you know people that is like oh just I started to have a lot of pregnant women and I have, I, I got a certification in prenatal yoga, and all of a sudden I specialized in prenatal without really, looking for without it. Without looking for it, but and I liked it. I mean I loved it. and just and it's I I have taught a lot of you know pregnant women and it's very very uh, mm-hmm. rewarding, emotionally and you know I just I love it. I love it so much. So I so I can relate to that like you. Would like I never thought I would like that to teach prenatal, but I love it. So I mean you you never know, you know, or you do breath work, you're like, oh, I love to breath work so much, I'm gonna introduce some breath work in my classes as well. So you just you never know how your classes and your schedule is gonna morph and it's gonna change over time. But you have to be able to listen to the to the signs because that is you know. the
1: thing. This thing is that first you need data. Yeah, you need information, <laughs> right? So you come in and say uh, how can I make my classes work? How do you teach? What do you like to do? How hard are your classes? How, what, is, how, what kind of people do live around you or go to your studio? Like a, there's too many questions and we have no answers yet. Yeah. So if you have 10 classes a week that you teach in five places at different times of the day, and some of them work, some don't, now we have information. Exactly. Now we have data. Yeah. Right? Because then...
0: Yes, 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 your specialty. That's the thing. That's the thing. So
1: the thing is that we want to go from uh, no information whatsoever to give me an answer. It would be luck if I tell you, do this. And then what do you do? Because you're, whatever, I'm not going to say bad words, more bad words. (laughs) (laughs) You go and say, I am going to listen to the wise people on social media and get some trick from them and see if it works for me. That is a gamble. Yeah, One gamble it, after the next. Yeah,
0: it really and is.
1: And it is like a time and space. It worked for them. And they come. I said, that is amazing. They come in front of the world and tell them, this is how things are done. I am the oracle of my personal experience. And I'm going to tell you that it's exactly the same for you. Yeah. Give me a <laughs> fucking break. Yeah. That's just not going to work. So you need data. You need enough. I mean, before we opened the studio, Carmen had taught the classes for 11 years. Right. You know? So, and how many clients were, I mean, in those 11 years, how many repeated ones and how many new ones and how many, uh, how many mistakes did we make? You know? So right. you have to make the mistakes. You have to go and try and see what happens and screw it up and try to analyze it. And then you have classes that work, classes that don't, and you, you have to sit down and say what do the classes that work have in common? What do the classes that don't work have in common? Yeah. Because what you don't want to do is like, well, if I teach in this studio or this gym, everything go well, I'm going to focus all my attention in this gym. Wrong answer. Because that gym at 10 a.m., at that gym at 6 p.m. may not work the same either. You need more intelligence than that.
0: And also, it's, it's a, you know... It's a number of factors as well because it, it also needs, you, you listen to what's, you know, the data out there. But it also, and I, we say that all the time in our trainings and, you know, in workshops, et cetera, that it needs to work for you, you know. Because if you, you can only make an effort for so long. Let's say that you are teaching at 6 a.m. at a studio and you're not a morning person. But those classes are going well and, uh, or even very well. Right. And then you you have a lot of students, but it's just such a pain in the neck for you to go because of traffic, because you just don't like to teach early in the morning and you never thought that you would be teaching, you know, for longer than six months or, or you know, or whatever amount. And then you all of a sudden you're stuck and you're just miserable. So uh, if that Actually, if you're miserable and the class is not is going very well, I don't think that is actually th- those two things will, will go together. You, you, know? need, Usually,
1: to, you need to. You do start loving the mornings now. Yeah, you, know,
0: you need to either either lo- love the mornings. Or cut the class. Or cut the class. Yes, because it's just you're just putting all that bad energy into the class. Eventually, e- evolve.
1: E- <laughs> evolve. You do <need> evolve.
0: <laughs> eventually, it's gonna get affected by you know it's gonna get affected by 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 that energy, uh, but you know it, it needs to work for you. So if you're driving an hour and a half to teach that class and you only have two students and it's like it's just not working for me or, you know, or it's just whatever huge effort you have to make, you can only make it for so long. So it has to fit into your schedule, whatever that, that schedule that might be. You know, it could be teaching online or, or teaching at a, a, a certain place or whatever, but it just it needs to work for you and not the... Less effort that you make, I mean, not that you shouldn't make no effort, but the more convenient it is for you, then the better everything is going to go and the longer you can maintain that class. Because like you said in the beginning, consistency is key. So if you change and you need to find a sub all the time or you're out of town all the time or, you know, then it won't work. Consistency is very important. Students need to know that you're going to be there etcetera and if you're not then they cannot really you know trust you rely you rely on you etc. And the same thing goes like for you know, social media because everyone asks, "Oh, what can I do like to get also increase my online presence?" And I'm like, "Well, the first thing is consistency. You need to post pretty frequently." And some people get into a binge posting, you know, 30, 30 times in 30 days or 60 times in 60 days or something. Every day I'm going to post, like, stories and you do it. And then eventually you, it fades. You stop, you know, you stop doing that because you... Literally you,
1: stop. Disappear. It's,
0: it's very exhausting to just keep, keep up with all that, you know. And to create content all the time to, you know, post content that is worth it you know that it takes perhaps a little bit of editing or a little bit of warm-up for you to do or you know think about what you're going to post the exercise the drill or the post whatever the caption that you're going to write something then it takes work and it takes time out of your day so you, you cannot just you know prepare like in five, in five minutes so it's you have to be consistent with the, with the posting as well so it's better. I don't know. Post three times a week, four times a week, but you do it all the time, all the time, all year long, as opposed to 30 days and then you disappear for six months uh, out of you know social media. And you drop out of the face of the earth. So that's also something that is gets very overlooked all the time. So,
1: the the one thing that other and then the, and then right. you
0: post to to announce I'm teaching a worship here, but you haven't posted in so long, and people already forgot about you, or, you know, who knows what the famous algorithm does, <laughs> so they'll put you at the bottom, who knows, so then maybe nobody will see it, because you haven't posted it for so long, so it's just, this is not a relevant content, and they just, you disappear on, on the sea of posts, Yeah. so, yeah.
1: So, I mean, the, there's consistency needed for all of it, but there are two jobs, I mean, one job is teaching the classes, the yoga job, the doing yoga, practicing yoga, teaching yoga, mm-hmm. and then... There's a, a second job you have, which is promoting yourself, creating content or whatever. Because we, we used to say, or the way that we explain again in our trainings is do a good job, create proof, tell the world. Yes. Right? So you tell the world consistently. You keep creating proof of what your plans are, of what you have done, of the classes you taught, of things you've learned you inform of things that you're learning about, right? And you may be investigating something to improve your skills, right? Whatever it is that you create, you do a good job about, and create proof about, and then tell the world about, if you have to do that consistently, you need to get into the mood of creating those proofs, either documenting what you're doing, better than we have done sometimes, right?
0: No, that's, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. Just, because many times, I mean, I am so caught up in the moment of the workshop that I'm teaching or something or the immersion or, or whatever it is that, that I'm teaching and uh, I don't think about creating proof, you know, and, and recording that. And then unless I make you record or, or unless one of the students is recording something and then I, I ask them can I have that recording and I can I can I post it myself because I'm really invested in the process of what we're doing right now and it's very rewarding etc. But then I have nothing, right? When I when I'm done, I'm like okay, now, can how can I sell it? Sell the next one if I haven't created any proof of this one. Of this one, and it was magical. It was amazing, and the people magical. are like, "Oh my God!" Like, ah, they cried. It was just a breakthrough, or you know, hugging and crying moment, and just all all you know, hugs and, and unicorns. But there's no proof of that. And then, how is the next person going to know how great it was? <laughs> they, they 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 don't know, mm-hmm. right? So, and. And sometimes if you're just recording the whole time, it just looks phony. The mm-hmm. class that you're teaching at that moment is like, hey, guys, like, do this post well because I have to post it on social media. So it has to be, like, decent decent enough, you know, good enough so that I, ca- I can post it later, right? Don't make any mistakes or, you know, don't fall. Don't fall out of handstand. Eh? Everyone stay. <laughs> hold, hold your handstands. Eh? It's just it's fake also. So... It's not, it's not a real... It doesn't have a real feeling to it. So it's just... It's really It's really hard. Yeah, that's, that's it's why... It's another it is, job. It is another job. It is another it job. Is another job. That's I mean, why, it know, is
1: one job to teach the class. It is another job to do the promotion of it beforehand, the proof that it went well, what is happening, and then telling the world later on. Um, the, I don't know if it's the same amount of hours, but you invest hours creating a sequence, preparing for the class, teaching the class. You invest hours doing all the promotion around it right and before and for the next one and stuff like that so you need to dedicate the time it's not gonna be a, a one time that's it I have a magic bullet I just do this one thing one time and that's it you, if you're gonna advertise something you need to say like 25 times right Right. so yes. and if you're gonna have a workshop through three months from now you need to advertise it every other day literally like from here to 90 days from now you have to say it 45 times
0: right
1: literally because who knows who will see right. at which time? I mean, they like, again, time and space. They have to just catch the ad or catch the moment that you're talking about it.
0: And not, not only that, also the, the decision process, you know, um, that some people, it might take some time to decide, you know. I mean, we. how, how, how do you... What, what decision cycle. Decision cycle, yes. The, that's how you call it. It's, it's true. If it's a class that is just a drop-in class, I mean, the amount of money is not that significant. Mm-hmm. So you can think about it. Yes, I'm going to this class. Yes or no? If it's a weekend workshop, then it's already you know probably in the hundreds of dollars. So, uh,
1: or then, if you have to travel for or it, or if you have to travel
0: for it, or if it's a training, right, a teacher training or something, the more or a, a retreat, right, yeah. you're going to organize a retreat and then you, it's already in the thousands of dollars. So the more money people have to spend, the more time they they, they are going to think take. About it. Exactly, they need to think yeah. about it. So. It's like, okay, I mean, there's a few that were like, I'm going, right? And just no thinking. I'm just going to go because I love Carmen so much. That's a few of those. But for the most part, people will decide, okay, should I, should I not? I'm just doing my finances. So they already know. And then you remind them again. And it's like, hey, just look, this is how how much fun it's going to be or how great it's going to be. This is what we're going to do. So just read on my website or something. Uh, and then, so, oh, yeah, I should, I should. And they started to think about it again. So you just, like, you awake that mental cycle of thinking about, you know, this workshop, for instance. I should go. I really should. Oh, my God. I really, it was so, so great last time. Or I don't know this person, but I, I really, you know, I follow her on social media, so I I really, I want to go. So you it's not that they might not see your post. It's also that they have to think about it and decide whether or not they, they want to come, you know, so it's all it's all that as well. So that's why you the consistency element is so important is so crucial.
1: The other thing, I don't know how you solve this one, but the other thing to have success or anything is repeated business. I mean, yeah, because Carmen mentioned already that your your students are precious and stuff like that. But the the idea of keeping them like for real, what do you have to do to make sure or do your best to Try to improve the chances of a student coming back right that is extremely 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 important and then how many new clients you're gonna have a week and then out of those new ones how many are you gonna keep and then you start doing numbers and you realize that it's gonna take a while to actually get something to work right, right. but the idea of how can you get repeated and in this business in yoga everything is very very personal I mean the, when you go into the class it has to work for them in a, in a physical and uh, energies mental, and emotional, emotional way, mental yeah. way. Like I love the class, how I feel about it afterwards. But then they have to like you. You know, it's this a freaking raw business at the same time. It's like they like you or they don't like you. <laughs> it is is that brutal, you know?
0: Yeah, it is that brutal. It's true. It's
1: true. So, the like enough things have to have to figure out, have to work out. But the I mean. Dan used to say that he was a salesman, right? Like a, you make, how was it? Like a thousand phone calls. You call, cold call calling. He used to do cold calling. So you get and call. This one, was our, this
0: was, our, our, that was, that was our, our financial business uh, mm-hmm. partner when we opened the studio.
1: And I was my book editor and was yeah. your student. We knew him, from, him for so many years. I knew him for, for many years.
0: So many, many he used
1: days. to do sales for a while. Yeah. And he said, you call a thousand times, a hundred pick up the phone, 10 are interested one buys and you say oh my god out of a thousand calls you only sell one and he said it seems like uh, so little but if you just keep making phone calls you will not be able to handle the amount of business you will get because it's a numbers game (laughs) it's as simple as that right so you have to figure out how to stay teaching classes for long enough
0: how to, st- how to stay open. Open. Stay how active. to
1: stay open. How to yeah. stay being a teacher. Not to get fired. Right? Or,
0: uh, yeah. or how to stay motivated. And how to stay
1: motivated yourself. Right. right? How, to, how how can I stay happy to go to the next class. Exactly. And be like a energetic and say, yeah, let's have a fantastic time again.
0: Yeah. And again. And again. And again. And again. And
1: again. And again. So yes. the answer is not so much, here is the magic bullet to do this. The answer is more, how can you stay sane for the amount of time you'll need to get this thing to work. It's
0: very true. It's very true. You're, you're always, you're always so, so, so deep. So, 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 so deep. deep. <laughs> so deep. No, no, but it's actually... It's it actually, is so deep. It is actually very true because so many people get burned up. And people with big classes, I've seen that many times. It's not like, oh, I mean, because it's very easy to get demot- demotivated if you have two students or three students or four students after so many months teaching. I understand that. And that's, that takes a very strong-minded person to continue teaching those classes, you know, and just, just hang in there and don't, don't let that affect you mentally. But people with large classes, mm-hmm. you know, also, mm-hmm. you know, 30, 40, This is 50, so much work
1: for me. This is so much work. I cannot, I cannot... I mean, it's not worth it. I mean, it is too, too much, much stress. It's too it much stress is too, it's or too like, much
0: work or just too much responsibility or I just I cannot handle it I just can't I can't I, I want my life the way it was before thank you so much but this I is cannot not do this. I cannot do this
1: I cannot handle my tremendous success
0: <laughs> it's true it is also true yeah. you know so uh, yeah we've seen that too we've we, we seen that So you have to make it work for you which exactly. is what you said make, make yeah. it, it, make, make that it work make it work and, and stay motivated you know and just and one thing I, I saw like it, it's so much better to have... I know it doesn't seem like you know, the way they sell it to you in social, on social media or in movies or whatever crap, right? Uh, they, it's so much better to not have a lot of students in the beginning, especially when you are a new teacher.
1: The training wheels.
0: Because those students most likely will never come back to your class. Let's just be honest. I mean, if you, this is your first three months teaching yoga ever. Everybody sucks in the beginning, period. And those students that will come, they'll be like, oh my God, this, this is like, guy this, sucks. this girl is just so bad. I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, not going to say anything. Like, you suck, you know. But it's like, oh, it was great. Thank I you. How was the class?
1: You. It was great. Thank, thank you. you. And they never come back. And
0: then ne- they never come back.
1: We say right? that all the time.
0: And the worst thing that can happen is that your first class, you have six, 16 students. I'm like, okay, you just, you just lost, lost 16, 16 possible students right now. That's the way I see it, and I'm like, oh, I only had two students, and I go, my God, thank God that like you only had two that you could screw up, you know, two that, that could actually, you know, that think that it's not worth to come back to this class. You know, only it's two, just
1: only two bridges burnt. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Just <laughs> two, just two. Oh. Just two. <laughs> Only two, two bridges burned. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe you're, you're going to do a good job, good enough job that they they will still come back. But I guarantee you that in in three months, six months, you're like, oh my god, you teach so much better now. I remember your first class. You it was should. just it, it, this one. That and was I not stayed. good. And I not, love you. <laughs> and I stayed. And I stayed. But. It, but you are so much better now. Everybody is, you know. It just everybody improves. No matter how shy or apprehensive you are to speaking in public, or or gifted you are to speaking in public, it doesn't matter. That's Everyone gets so much better with with practice, no, no doubt. So I mean, if you you want your classes to grow slowly, gradually, ideally, so that you also can manage your time among your students, because you know that's also a problem. Like, should I? Attend, you know, so should I tend to my more beginner students? How much time should I dedicate them? Or to the ones that are more advanced, should I concentrate on them? Because that's why they, they, they come, you know, they're more regular, so they're a bit more advanced. Should I, and then all those questions you have to figure out in your head how much time, division, time management, all that. It has to happen organically, Mm -hmm. little by little. So if you have a class of two, a class of four, a class of six, and then a class of eight. So gradually it keeps increasing. Then the difficulty is also harder for you. And so you start to manage those waters and just see, okay, this is a class. Now I can handle a class of 10. Now I can handle a class of 14. So, you know, it's very different, a class of four and a class of 20. Completely different dynamics, you know, and different everything. So... And the more students, it just takes more skill from you to actually feel like every student will feel like they've been taken care of. You know, some personal they, attention. Exactly. They got some personal attention. So all of that, you know, just so much better. Yes, have small classes, please. You know, and in the beginning, you want that. You absolutely, absolutely want that. You want to, you know. And if you can get some, even some honest feedback from a friend of yours. That would be even more ideal. So they can yeah. give you the raw truth, and they'll tell you, you know, you're terrible.
1: Yeah. No, f- feedback is very expensive in yoga. Yeah. Because it's so personal. It's very true. You, you come out of the class, and you, ta- you and somebody came new to your class for the first time, and say, "So how was it? Did you like it?" They're never gonna say, "No, you sucked." Why would they put themselves in a situation where they can have a conflict? Or a confrontation. Or it's gonna be like an uncomfortable. Like a, they're gonna tell you, "Oh yes, I loved it. I loved it." And uh,
0: it was interesting. It was new. Yeah, it was. It di- was different. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, I, I, it's just what I needed. But
1: everybody loves it. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. It just... and, uh,
1: and then they, they never come back, right? So, the having somebody, a friend or whoever, that come into the class and uh, is like the, the the asshole friend you have that tells you things like they are. That's a gift. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, an absolute gift. I mean, on on the one hand, you need some time on your own to make the mistakes without feeling the judgment, right? So you, you have to allow yourself an an environment. And
0: you, and you need the support as well. I mean, you, you need. I mean, it helps so much in the beginning. Like if you have a friend or someone yeah. you care for, that they, you can look into their eyes, you can look eyes on them when you get lost in the class or you, when you're feeling so nervous. So it just helps so much. You yeah. know, it's just so that person is there to support you. You feel the support literally. But
1: you don't really need that friend. I mean, you do. You I, do. Oh yeah. Are you <laughs> I
0: did.
1: You I wish did. you had it.
0: I did. You know. It's you just opened
1: like, the studio. There was no friends there. No,
0: but before, before that, you know, before the studio. I, this studio I had already for eleven years. I was like, I, I, I couldn't care less. But. In they the were, very, they in, were private. In the very, very, very beginning, and I was starting to have, you know, a few a few group classes, and then some of my students that were, you know... My, okay, so
1: you make a relationship with your students. You, you
0: make a relationship, and then they just, they're there to support you. They're, okay, you yes. Know, they're there to support you, yes. and then you have others, you know. But in the beginning, yes. it's, it's very frail. So that's it's like navigating this edge where you, for, on the one side, you don't want to bruise your ego so much, that you're like I'm worthless I'm nothing I, I'm terrible at teaching I really suck you know you
1: don't want or the opposite I am so fantastic I don't understand why only two assholes come to my class right so I mean right. somewhere in between like so, there are some sense of reality exactly. but some sense, sense of re- hope at the same time exactly just exactly. I'm gonna give myself time I'm gonna do this well Exactly. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's so going to you, be okay. You want
0: to have that person that will give you the feedback and but also think that you've done other things right, yeah. you know, in, very likely in the class. So get take that feedback and use that to improve and then move on. Exactly. You know, just move keep on, keep on, keep keep on going. going.
1: You need time. You need time. Period. And if you give yourself time, you will get good. And if you don't get good, you need a very serious reflection thinking and meditation about what the heck you're doing and what needs to change. Right. Because I mean, that is a, a life change is required to be completely honest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, you, we've seen that too. We've had people in the studio that have been doing or teaching two years. The classes went up and down, up and down, up and down with asking you for help, not asking you for help. And then one day he comes in and says, my classes are doing poorly, but it cannot be my fault. I have experience. And it's like, you are just delusional, because it can only be your fault. That's it. So you
0: want you want to be you, you want, want it to be, to be your fault. You want it because like, otherwise you cannot do anything.
1: Exactly. about Exactly. And
0: how hopeless is that?
1: You, you want know? it to be as much about you as you can, because yeah. you can change your habits. You can change the way you present yourself. You can change your word, your tone, the things you do, the sequence you use, the music you put. You can change. You have control. To change anything you want, yeah. so you want to make the mistakes and make them about you, so you can learn from them and you can adapt and you can move on to the next version and keep going and da da da. Right? So right. you want them about you. Yeah. And then it's you true. want time.
0: Because it's it's a it's such a again another another fine edge sword because it's I mean how much you are you you the way you present it and how much are you the person that they want to see in the class. Because I, even someone with a very strong personality, there's a, sometimes that you need to compromise a little bit, you know? Like sometimes, like many times I want to teach something in the class and it's like, no, it's just it's, this crowd is not ready for that. So I have to compromise and I have to do something else or, you know, I cannot be 100% me. I, I, cannot, I cannot do 100% I what, I wanna, think, what I want to do.
1: I don't think and, you want to do that. I think it's a complete compromise all the time. It's like a, like the whole, because we say that in the business, No, I, th- right? I think
0: it's a percentage.
1: Service to self, service to others. It's, right?
0: But it's a percentage. I mean, because I'm not going to compromise everything, It's depending on the crowd. No, there's it's a like, percentage let's, that let's you want. Let's do this pose. And you're like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do this other no, thing. Or let's do that.
1: you like to teach hard classes, and the people that come to your class, they all want like a mild class. Like you're in the wrong place, wrong time, wrong everything, right? You, you offer that class to somebody else. That class is not for you. So there are things you don't compromise, because it's not what you want to do with your yoga teaching. Or vice
0: versa, you want to teach easier classes and then and they, they, like they, expect, they want hardcore They stuff. expect well, mm-hmm. something else, yeah. And I'm not the some...
1: teacher for you. Yeah. So yeah. But then, within a place where you are the teacher for them, so there's already a percentage of commonality. Right, yes. Once you find that and that percentage of commonality have put you in a place that you know it can be satisfactory for you, it can be valuable for them, all those good stuff, all that good stuff is check, 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 check. Right? Right. At that time, just compromise. I mean, I want to do th- this much. This is what I would like to do in the class. This is how much I can give you of oh, that, that, that I want to do in the class. Right? I want to work on these three poses, but you can only do these versions of those three poses. Let's work on that.
0: <laughs>
1: right? So yeah. I, once you find that common ground and you're in the right place and the right time, actually, if you're teaching the right class to the right people, and you know it's going to be good, for, you're going to like it, it is very easy to compromise. Yeah. Because you're like, a, I want to do this for them, just for the love of your students.
0: It's not, it doesn't really do it. Feel, like it it's, doesn't feel like a compromise. Like, like it's a compromise. If, it feels like it's, it's an adaptation. You know, I'm just like adapting the class. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not compromising or just no. giving up. Or, oh, my God. Who I am,
1: am <laughs> and my traditions <laughs> and my people. Yeah, I'm, right?
0: I'm not giving up anything, <laughs> you know. But I'm just adapting to... I
1: had to teach you crow or my heritage will be ruined.
0: <laughs> and I just, I'm just adapting to and it's just very rewarding because it's just yeah. it's this dynamo, you know, and just, it just feeds off energy you to them, them to you, and it just goes back and forth, back and forth the whole because
1: time. Because you, you, know? you go, you compromise, you try, try something with them. One or two of them, they like it too much and then you say, oh, do you not try that? And they always say yes. Usually they say yes to things they should not be saying yes, so... <laughs> That is like experiences, right? If you offer it, they're gonna say yes.
0: Even in your classes, that yeah, happened. Yeah. In your classes, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I get I get a, a lot of students like that. Like yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try. It. Let's try that. Let's try that. I'm like, oh my Maybe God.
1: it was the people they're in the studio like,
0: or. I, I, is it just me or or am I just a little bit scared scared for you right now? But also in yeah, in your yeah. classes also. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially people that are not prepared at all. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: ignorance is, is, is bliss yeah, it's, 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 really, it's a blissful state yeah,
1: it's a blissful yeah. state
0: You're like, yeah, let's do that i'm like yeah, the illusion don't help me in foreign balance <laughs> yeah oh first, my god first was time awesome. mi- middle of a room go away go, away. go don't away don't
1: get so close don't get so close go away go away they jump catch me catch me catch me catch me catch <laughs> me that yes. has happened twice yeah not once Twice. Yeah. I, I didn't never let that happen ever again, of course.
0: Whenever someone tells me, like, have you ever done forearm balance? Yeah, against the wall, but I, I, I can do it. Or, I got it. Or got handstand, it. or handstand, right? It's like, I can do it. I got it. I got it. I mean, I, I barely touch the wall. I'm like, but you never actually practice this in the middle of a room, and you don't know how to fall out of it. They're like, no, but I don't touch the wall. And I'm like, okay, I don't care what <laughs> you tell me. We're gonna, you're going to jump with me in the middle of a room, and you never yeah. jump. Without a person, at least in my class, you know. Then at home, you can put some pillows because I guarantee you, you're gonna go over, especially in formulas. You're gonna enhance and you may move your hand, but in, you know, for formulas, you're gonna very likely roll over. So it was just pretty, pretty hilarious, but it's just pretty fun, pretty fun, fun times, fun times. Fun
1: very fun good. Times. I think that we solved all your problems by now. <laughs> you have a path to success, to success, yeah, and fame, <laughs> world fame probably. <laughs> And uh, you can thank us in your uh, acceptance speech.
0: Yeah. And that's that. Very very good. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Yoga Burn. Uh, We'll see you. See you next week. uh? And voices in the next one, next week. Thank you. See ya.